You're listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Welcome back to The Whole Truth podcast. I'm Paul Armstrong. The podcast has just returned to lithium. Yes, the price of spodumene seems to be down and out at the moment, but of course, as we all know, the darkest hour is before the dawn and there's plenty of people who suggest now is the time to get set. One company that's hit the ground running is James Bay Minerals. After listing on the ASX only a couple of months ago, Executive Director Andrew Dornan says the company has made what looks to be a very promising discovery of spodumene at its property in James Bay, Canada. Andrew knows what he's looking for. He and his team came out of Pilbara Minerals. They know the industry very well and they know what they're looking for in terms of outcropping pegmatites. They appear to have found it at the Aero property. The results are extremely promising and the company is now lining up permits to drill. Andrew also has some very interesting comments on the macro state of the lithium industry, why the spodumene price is where it's at, the M&A machinations in the Pilbara, and why the M&A spotlight in this industry is about to swing to James Bay, where, as he rightly points out, there's nowhere near the corporate congestion that we're witnessing in Western Australia. This is a fascinating podcast, some great news on the exploration front, and some very valuable insights into how this industry may unfold over the next few months. Andrew, James Bay's only been listed for a couple of months. You started with an absolute bang here with these results. What have you got? Yeah, so I mean, we've got three fantastic properties up on the north, uh, which um, all have the three key ingredients for being uh, prospective for giant LCT pegmatites. LCT pegmatites is lithium, cesium, tantalum pegmatites. Uh, and it took us a while to get to the position that we actually identified that these were um, the properties we wanted to uh, acquire and were of interest. Uh, and then obviously we've started our exploration program over the last kind of two months and it's really been focused on the aero property uh, initially. And we've, yeah, we've had some f- fantastic results since we've been up there. Now you said the other day you've got spodumene at aero. How do you know you've got spodumene? Yeah, so it's... Uh, Visually, the cleavage of the crystal, as well as uh, we're utilising a handheld device called a Psyaps Libs uh, Z903, and it's quite a uh, quite a handy tool in that it actually it, it it's a laser induced spectrometer kind of uh, a tool that allows to vaporise and tell you the content that's in it. And we've had uh, high lithium showings in that crystal, as well as um, some other. Um, sections in that area. So that's that's what um, we're using at the moment. So do you have any dimensions of what you've outlined it over or, or it's just quite sporadic at the moment? It's quite sporadic. Uh, there's a lot of cover on the pegmatite, so it's quite hard to uh, see in some areas. Uh, we, we will like to get up there and get an excavator in at some point to really clear it out, but there's a thick rind and a lot of lichens across it. Uh, but given that they're fractionated and we've had these initial showings, uh, we feel that there is a high concentration somewhere uh, within that field. So you know you've got spodumene, you don't know the grade of it or the dimensions, but clearly given that you've only been listed for two months and you've only really just walked out there, it's quite a spectacular start, isn't it? Oh, we're pumped. Like, to, to be honest, we, we were a bit sceptical to start with given that the wildfires that went through the James Bay area and if we were actually going to be able to get on the ground this year... Uh, but the fires actually worked in our favour. So these uh, pegmatite fields that we've uncovered, we've got the one which is kind of 
it's still the southeast of the property, but more towards the west. And then we've just got one that's kind of uh, a second one that we've just recently announced, which is to the kind of northeast a bit. Um, and to have uncovered that in two months, uh, it would have taken, we believe, two years if the fires hadn't gone through there. Unfortunate for the area, of course, but for us, it's a, it's a silver lining for sure. Must be a better start than you could ever hope for. Oh, 100%. Like, to, to be able to get up there, we had, the weather was fantastic. We've, had a, uh, we've been able to stay out there a bit longer than we originally thought, which is great. Uh, we, we were initially thinking we'd do some, do some mapping, fly the surveys, take that data away, and then have a more pointed approach next year. However, really, now we've potentially got a, a walk-up drill target for the first half of next year. Now, a bit of a truth session here, Andrew. You're, uh, you discovered this by accident, really, didn't you? I mean, and some of the best discoveries ever have got an element of luck in them. I know science is supposedly the, the predominant factor. You, you've obviously pegged the property because you think it's prospective, but you saw this, didn't you? Yeah, 100%. So Mark Fiketa, our uh, head geologist up there, he was actually mobilising to site. So driving up along the, I think it's a Trans-Targa Highway, and he saw uh, some nice proud white outcrops sitting fr from the road which again wouldn't have been visible if it wasn't for the fires went out walked onto basically the avro pegmatite which but he is, was driving past it wasn't actually his, his state of destination at the time no it wasn't so it, it was extremely fortunate but we still believe that uh the theory we had to get to those properties it wasn't complete luck. The fires and driving past was luck, but the key ingredients that they hold um, set us up in good stead to, to basically find these pegmatites. Now, speaking of being in good stead, you, you are well-placed, you and the guys are well-placed to recognise uh, outcrops of, of pegmatite and the like. You've got the history at Pilbara Minerals here, haven't you? Yeah, of course. So myself and Gerardo Donovan, we've worked at Pilbara Minerals together uh, that's where we actually met back in 2018. Uh, quite a difficult time for lithium back then. Everyone's saying it's a difficult time for lithium at the moment, but I think up around $2,000 a tonne versus $370, uh, it was a lot more difficult back then. And, yeah, we built a great relationship, myself and Gerard, since back 2018, and we've really had a long-term view that uh, lithium is going to be the powerhouse mineral for decades to come. So what did you do at Pilbara and why does that give you and the guys knowledge and the ability to spot this sort of thing from the road? Yeah, so my, my background's mainly uh, com commercial roles. I worked in the, I led the commercial team for their projects division, both uh, expansion and uh, operational projects. So at the time, a lot of the projects we were doing was just basically to ensure the business could stay afloat in what was what was pretty dire time for the lithium space. Um, like I think separate to that was the the networks you build. So having uh, industry professionals that you can draw on to basically help you review and identify different projects. And then it becomes a bit of a personal interest and you go down the rabbit hole, I suppose, in researching and looking at different types of deposits, locations across the world. We spent so much time looking at all the different locations and really digging into the intricacies of all of them and 
what are the issues and the sovereign risks of each. And I think we're really seeing those issues come to the fore uh, even more in the last kind of 12 to 18 months. So on the subject of digging in, you know you've got Spodumene at the Aero property. That's obviously now your number one target. What do you do next? How do we? How do you get some value out of this? Yeah, so we're basically waiting on more data at the moment. So we've flown uh, the, the Aero Mag surveys, LiDAR, uh, high-resolution photography. There's been channel sampling, rock chip sampling, and all that data. We're waiting for that all to come back. But we'll be utilising that to plan in a drill program on the Aero property in the first half of next year, uh, which will really help us we'll push on with that property and seeing what, what's there and hopefully narrow in on where that uh, source area of lithium is. So how do you do that? How do you narrow in on it? Shareholders would be saying, hey, this is pretty promising. I mean, to have Spodumene, you know, basically gifted to you that quickly two months after listing... Um, what, where do we, how do we take this now into establishing whether we've got a, a, a commercial operation here? Yeah, so, I mean, initially it's going to be some targeted drilling across those highly fractionated areas, obviously where we've spotted visually that there's uh, spodumene crystals as well as some of the high li- libs readings. And then it's really to build on it. Like uh, speaking with Mark, who's our head geo, we'll be looking to... Uh, put in multiple holes kind of no deeper than 200 metres initially. So how fast can you get a rig in there? Well, we're working on getting drill permits in at the moment. Um, can take three to six months, but, yeah, first half of next year we'll be drilling. And what about the other properties? You call them properties, I noticed, the Aero property. You've got a couple of other properties, I think Jewel and Aqua. Collectively they make the Grand project, as we would know it in Australian lexicon, don't they? Yes, correct. So the Grand project which, as you just outlined, has Jewel, Aero and Aqua. Jewel is actually what we see as our flagship property. We just haven't got out on the ground there yet because of uh, what we've uncovered on Aero and it would have been negligent of us not to push on and really uh, get a lot of samples and cover that ground. So we're super excited. Having Jewel, which we see has the largest deformation zones through up to one kilometre wide uh, as the most prospective property. And for those that uh, wouldn't understand what the, the larger the deformation zone, the larger the potential for a uh, giant LCT pegmatite. So we've got Jewel, which is going to be a, a focus next year, as well as in parallel to the Aero program. And then we've got Aqua, which is our uh, most eastern property on the Legrand project. And that sits uh, right next to our neighbour uh, in Finn, which has had some spectacular results and had some beautiful outcropping uh, pegmatites with uh, some some rather large spodumene crystals. So we're very interested to see what they uncover. So your neighbour's got some great results right up to your, your common boundary, but also you've also had some uh, aero. You're close to, uh, you're on the same trend as Patriot's Corvette project. Yeah, so all... All three properties are on trend from Corvette. So I think there's just over 200 kilometres of this, what we see as premium lithium trend, which has the three key ingredients being the right neo Ikea rock age, large regional faults or deformation zones and proximity to Greenstone Belt. And our three northern properties have approximately 35 kilometres of that trend. So a lot of businesses and 
companies are focusing on around Corvette on the eastern part, but we've always believed that that trend continues all the way out to the west, connects up with Q2 and their MIA asset. And Finn's showing, as well as what we're uncovering at Aero, is now proving that that theory is, is correct. So what's the investment proposition here? What's the market cap? Uh, so the market cap's currently sitting at about $20 million, uh, Aussie dollars. Uh, I think where we could take this is really anywhere. Like the, the properties that we have in the north... Um, everything takes time, right? Some investors get quite impatient and want to see us drilling yesterday and it's like, come on, give us a break. What we've uncovered in the first kind of eight weeks is spectacular and would take most businesses years. Um, I, th- I think the value proposition is that we could potentially uh, unlock a, multi, a multi-asset company in the next few years in what we see as the next lithium frontier globally probably already is there if you look at corvettes above 100 million tons all chems above 100 million tons wabuchi moblin and a lot of large organizations are going to start diverting their focus into james bay because western australia is becoming quite difficult as we've seen over the past couple of weeks for any of these large organizations to get a foothold on and with some of the sovereign risks in the likes of countries like Chile, where they've nationalised lithium, the obvious, obvious sovereign risks in uh, Africa, you look at AVZ being in suspension for near on two years now, we really feel that being in Canada is a great location. There's proven resources around us and where giant deposits are found, other giant deposits are found. Just look at up north in the Pilbara at the moment with uh, what Wildcats are uncovering, Azua, this is that James Bay area will be no different to this. It's just relatively unexplored at the moment. It's a very interesting concept that you raised there, Andrew, about it getting rather crowded in Western Australia. You're right. I mean, you've got a whole lot of big players in there with Gina, Chris Ellison, SQM, and Albemarle all having a crack, uh, obviously tripping over each other in the process in, in, in the rush to get their foot on it. Um, you obviously believe that it, that. The congested nature of it's going to prompt some of them to say, "Hey, this is all getting too hard." <clears throat> Even if you move first, you get overrun by someone else, particularly one of the locals. So uh, why don't we turn our attention to James Bay? Yeah, of course. And that—that's like if you have a look at Albemarle, they went really hard at securing Lion Town. I think it was a fifty percent premium that they were willing to pay, and the blocking stake got taken by Gina, and that's fallen over now. Albemarle did take a significant position in Patriot, so they're watching that area. Rio Tinto uh, with Azimut and I think it's Midland in James Bay, big earning agreements, watching that area closely. So I think as it gets more difficult, you've even seen the last few days, Wildcat, I think Mineral Resources has taken a 20, 20% stake on market in them. As that gets more difficult, they're going to have to look at other regions. And other regions in the world, like I mentioned, not all of them are stable jurisdictions. The next most stable jurisdictions with the right right kind of makeup for giant deposits, Canada, Quebec, James Bay. So James Bay is the next Pilbara in terms of not just exploration, but in terms of M&A activity among the big boys in the lithium space. 100%. Yeah, that's a very that's a really interesting concept, and it does make sense when you consider the uh, 
the degree of congestion and, and, the, and the race to get a bigger foothold in Western Australia. Also, there's the uh, subsidies on offer from the US government, obviously, that are making James Bay an attractive proposition too. Yeah, so it's not just the US, it's also the Canadian government. So when any organisation looks to undertake a capital raise, you can you can do it via what's called a flow-through funding. Yes, we've seen some of the companies that which, are based here do that, yeah. Which in some instances, to keep it really simple, allows you to raise double the amount and dilute by half, which... At a, an, yeah, at a big premium. Yeah, which for investors is fantastic to have... Say, for example, I think if you look at Winston, they just did $30 million and it only dilutes the shareholders by $15 million and allows them to basically swish cheese their Adena deposit and really progress assets faster. Separate to that, the Canadian or the Quebec government giveth a 30% rebate on all expiration costs. So every dollar you spend, you're getting 30 cents back, which is fantastic as well. And not to mention the amount of funding going into various downstream uh, facilities. You can see Norfolk's just signed an agreement with Invest Quebec to establish a huge facility uh, just out of Montreal, as well as POSCO. So by having all these uh, large downstream organisations there, they are extremely incentivized to see their uh, minerals get extracted and go into those uh, facilities. So just returning finally to your own show here as a little subset of what you say could be a much wider M&A play, what, what can we expect over the next few months? Yeah, so over the next few months, we'll be coming out with the results of uh, the all the AeroMag, the LiDAR, um, and then the plan for next year. So obviously, high level, it's Aero drill program, dual, get a team out there and start um, doing traverses across that property, in particular, some of the key areas of interest and really, uh, yeah, make the most of next year and hopefully uncover a multi-asset um, business. Andrew, thanks very much for joining us today. So as I said at the outset, you've obviously just hit the ground running in a big way. You couldn't have hoped for a better start. Um, to stumble across something like this within a couple of months of listing is every explorer's dream. And uh, the market's obviously... Uh, you've wet the appetite now and people are hungry for some more success, so the, the pressure's on, mate. You need to uh, get that rig out there as fast as you can, I would suggest. They're going to be desperate to see some results. It's um, You've left the uh, you've left the carrot dangling there for them. 100%. And uh, we'll be watching it closely in the new year. Thanks for your time. Great. Thanks very much. You've been listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Produced by Resource Media. Hosted by Paul Armstrong for Reed Corporate. Please note that Reed Corporate does not provide investment advice and investors should seek personalised advice before making any investment decisions. Listener.